Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless <laughs> Devotional. It looks like we're in midnight, sleepy night, night time. It's so dark in here. <laughs> here, let me give you. There you go. Hey, uh, welcome. <laughs> and uh, this is a production of resurrectministry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to the corners of the earth. And uh, we have lots of resources on the website for you. There are videos, there are uh, Bible resources, there are books you could find. Uh, to deepen and uh, just draw you closer to Christ. We also have uh, past articles I've written on the Christian Post. I think I'm going to be starting that up again. I was on a little sabbatical for a while. Mm. Um, I think I'm ready to go in the new year. And we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a question, comment, prayer request, or pray for us. We love that. We love that. And um, if you care to partner with our ministry, uh, you can click the donate now. Um, that is surely a blessing for us. Where do you think the word sabbatical comes from? Does it come from Sabbath, where yes. they have rest? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm a genius. Yes, you are. I just thought about that all on my own. Yeah, that's amazing. You proud of me? So proud. <laughs> As always. <laughs> hey, and don't forget to comment and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about my discovery that sabbatical is a from uh, Sabbath. is from the word Sabbath. Uh, and uh, when you comment, um, comment about the uh, devotional or our comments or something entirely different. It's okay. If you have any questions for us, make sure and put them in the comment and we will do our best to answer them. And then uh, most importantly, if you have any prayer requests, uh, make sure and put them in the uh, comments. The next thing I want you to do is um, go down in the description and check out our sponsors. LifeWise is one of those sponsors. It's a Christian company and they have great um, supplements that are made from uh, the uh, like flowers and uh, fruits and seeds in our earth that God made. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but make sure and check those out. Use the URL that's right there. It says livelifewise.tv. Live lifewise.tv. Uh, StreamYard is the platform we're using uh, to go live to you. And we are now live on Instagram, including um, uh, other places like Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, X. Oh, and you can and comment Rumble. on X now and we'll see it. So if you're watching on X, uh, you can comment and we will see it now. That, that just happened the other day. And we are also on Rumble. So make sure and uh, check that out. But you StreamYard now if uh, use StreamYard to go live with anything you want to talk about. Today, our scripture uh, is Psalm 90, 11 through 17. And we see, learn some new stuff. Awesome. About Psalm I 90. I love learning new stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So Psalm 90 has a little bit of a, a different uh, story that, than I thought it was. <laughs> yes. So we can't wait to hear more about that. So uh, we're reading from Tozier for the Christian Leader. Uh, for December 30th, this uh, 2023 is almost over. Almost over. Uh, the title of uh, this devotional is Moses Prayer. Moses's. Moses. Moses. Moses's. <laughs> Prayer. <laughs> Psalm 90, 12 is the reference. And it says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. A few days after these words appear in print, the old year of our Lord will have gone to join the long procession of years and centuries that move on into the shadows of a past that can come no more. In the year just gone, the world has been writing history, not with ink only, but with blood and tears, not in the quiet of the study, but in violence, terror, and death in city streets, and along the borders of nations. Wait a minute. Did he just write this today? That weird. That's crazy. <laughs> and other and okay, listen, let me write. Let me read this again. But that was because it's so today in the year just gone. The world has been writing history, not with ink only, but with blood and tears, not in the quiet of the study, but in violence, terror and death in city streets and along the borders of nations and other and milder but more significant history has been written by incredible feats of power in sending man-made objects out to circle the moon and the sun. To each one fortunate enough to live out this year, God will have given 365 broken into 8,760 hours. Of these hours, 2,920 will have been spent in sleep mm. and about the same number at work. 
An equal number has been given us to spend in reverent preparation for the moment when days and years shall cease and time shall be no more. What prayer could be more spiritually appropriate than that of Moses, the man of God? Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Amen. Amen. Our days are numbered. Yes. I love that. The calculation. That's very cool. So 2,900 hours or so we had to devote to the Lord. And looking back, how many did we actually do? <laughs> it's a tough question there, folks. Well, I probably spent more time with the Lord in, in, the, in the time that you and I have known each other than I did in the entirety of the rest of my life. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not proud of, but you know what? It, it, it Better least, late than never, at man. At least it came. Yes. And I don't think that uh, it matters uh, necessarily to God as far as our eternity wanna, is concerned. Yeah, you want to have a strong finish. Yeah. He was busy shaping us and forming us. And, Amen. And giving us the opportunity to have uh, something to tell our kids. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. You know what? Our discussion today. Yes. We were discussing um, the, now again, I know there's a number of you that drink wine or have a cocktail and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, it may not that be that big of a deal. So excuse us. I, I don't want to offend anybody. However, <laughs> today we were discussing the, the detriment of alcohol on many people's lives. Yes. Uh, and that's just, and, and that's not including drugs. I'm just talking about alcohol. Right. Um, the not drug alcohol, the not drug drug. <laughs> yes. You, you, you know, there's just such a sense of it's acceptable. It's fine. There's right. no problem. And it's very hard to talk our kids out of that. Mm. And the re reason I bring this up, because I got an, a, an email from uh, a friend of mine in a Bible study. I'll leave his name out for now. Uh, okay. uh, but um, he talked about how his Christmas. I asked, I go, how was your Christmas? And he said, it was okay. He said, my, that a, let me see, <laughs> a relative of his and his wife came uh, to their home and, and in his words, they unfortunately worship alcohol oh, no. and ruined essentially is what he's saying Christmas oh. because of their getting drunk and being obnoxious and just, it just ruined And everything. how many households did that occur in across America. oh my gosh it, it happened in in my life when i was a kid right I remember it was miserable i hated christmas i mean it was and i don't hate christmas because it has to do with christ i hated christmas because what happens on christmas the people right. that the world right <laughs> the world that i was in it was, that's what i was going to say it wasn't the external world it mm. was your home it was yeah. in your own world that that happened and how many kids across america um feel that same mm. uh, thing so, and so with that uh, experience and what, you know, my friend was talking about, you know, I want to believe and I want, I want, and I've been talking to the kids about this because they've been bringing up like, Hey, you know what? You mind if I would have a, a drink just to see Coming what it's up like constantly or, you know, just even the even, littles are bringing it up. Yeah. Even jokingly, yeah. like I just want to go, you know, get drunk and see what it's like. <laughs> and, and I, and I, I'm hoping that I'm correct in this. I'm not hoping that God, I'm just hoping that I understand or I can somehow use my, my past and our history to, to let the children know that it's just not, it's not worth the turmoil that it can eventually cause that you may think that you can have a couple of drinks and it's okay. And it's not that big of a deal. And again, there are people and friends that they, and even family members that say, yeah, we have like a, a, a glass of wine on the weekends and that's about all we do so there are people that probably have that kind of a lifestyle most of them are lying Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it, it's I usually go, not just but it's a glass a, on the weekend no i said but you know you're gonna have those moments where hey you go out with your friends you get to have a couple of drinks you go home and everything's fine and you have another couple that and, night. And, and but there's and gonna be the next night then there's gonna be that day <laughs> where it ends a relationship or you end up in a fight and you end up in jail 
or you end up, you know, wrapping your car around a tree. You know, after months, years of it being not a problem, it will become a problem. Yes. So why it's not? It's a matter of time. Just, I mean, I try to tell them my life since we've stopped drinking alcohol is incredibly different and incredibly full because we are able now to go places like Las Vegas, like we went to, or San Diego or wherever and not have alcohol and go, wow, this is way more fun. Yeah. And, it, and it's not that I'm trying to fool you watching or, uh, or even the kids. It, it really is because I've known, I've had it, you know, since my early twenties, when I started drinking until I stopped, it was a, a fairly big part of my, my yeah, life for a long time. And the other thing I thought about the other night is a, is that we, we go out fairly often, <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine how much money we're saving by not ordering a bottle of wine or two Yes, and uh, you know, a couple shots and that kind of stuff. I mean, we're just, I can't, I mean, we're probably saving tens of thousands of dollars Amen. based on how much we used to drink. <laughs> now we just eat more expensive food. <laughs> so sorry. I mean, I just, it talks about all those days. And I think if I had those days back, uh, you, you know, he didn't include AW Tosha didn't include uh, the amount of minutes or hours of me being blacked out. I mean, not, I mean, just not memory. I mean, I was awake, but yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Like I go, Oh my gosh, what happened last night? They would, dude, you were dancing, dude. I, I had no memory of, oh. of dancing and joking well, and so putting really? on a show. So that explains why you don't have the horrific memories. Yeah, probably minute. on some cases, oh, but none of it. I mean, I, I mean, did not black out ever. <laughs> so every memory is etched in my head forever. <laughs> so sorry this went on for so long, but it, it is kind of poignant. Like, Count the minutes and days. Why Why do you want to waste those minutes and days being intoxicated? Not only wasting them intoxicated, but on the flip side, not being in service to the Lord. Right. Right. So he'll turn to us at the Bema seat of Christ and be like, you know, I gave you a lot. What did you do with it? Here's an example. Because he'll still do that. Yeah, we're, we're going to be in front of him in heaven, but he's still going to tell us, what did you do with the talents I gave you? You know what I mean? So we are still held to an account and right. what shame we will feel for the time and money and resources that we squandered. Well, I think one of the first vacations we went on, which was, a you know, just a weekend uh, with San Diego. Right. That, we told our guests about that. Yeah. that. But here's the thing that. This is a prime example of how we were able to use it for God's goodness as opposed to laying in bed with a hangover, which we would have done. We woke up early in San Diego and went to the park and met a Muslim man and evangelized with a Muslim guy. Yep. Where if we would have drank the night before, we would not have done that. No. We would have left our hotel room at about two. And we wouldn't have been walking. No. Around and around Balboa Park looking for people to evangelize to, that's for sure. Right. So there's the example of, of, of not doing this, you're able to do this for God. Or, you know, go out there and talk to people about God. All right. What do you see in there, Snooks? Anything? Uh, well, oh, all of our, of yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So we're going to have to go fast. People so, missed us, apparently. Yes. Hey, <laughs> hi, Carrie. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lisa. And hi, Kate. Happy New Year to you all. You remind um, me of Hobo Kelly right now. Hobo Kelly? Yeah. Who's Hobo Kelly? She was a, a, a TV, a child's TV. Wait, she was a hobo? She was a hobo on TV. <laughs> and she would hold up a mirror in front of the TV camera, I think. And she would that's how she would see into, our, into, the, into the rooms, into the houses where we were watching her on television. Oh, okay. And she would say hi to Is us. Is that like from the 20s? <laughs> Wow, Andy. Some of these. <laughs> Carrie, what is he talking about? Tell me if tell me if I'm wrong. Somebody is I, I know somebody, somebody Carrie knows. Okay, Carrie. Knows. Andy and your sabbatical. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Everybody's saying hi to everybody else. And uh Sydney's asking for prayers tomorrow. Lots of ministry stuff, and it's making her anxious. Okay. Well, we're definitely gonna be praying to you. For sure. Tammy, good evening from Texas. Hi, hi Tammy. Tammy. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. And um, Kate's saying in nine and a half hours, she will enter 2024. And she will see us oh, again yes. next year. 
Yes. She's in Australia, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Yes. Kate is in Australia. And uh, Carrie's saying nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes. Isn't that interesting that this devotional had even the border in it? The border. That's the thing that really got me. And it's from the 60s. So how weird is that? Yeah. Hi, Jan. And uh, Yvonne's saying, I lived through that too. Alcoholism is the major tool of Satan in destroying people and families. Amen. And especially Christian families. Mm. Because um, the level of holiness and sobriety. I mean, we're called to be sober. I mean, Peter says it repeatedly. Be sober-minded. How ineffectual I think the Western Christian um, communities have become because of alcohol as a tool of Satan. Right. Um, Teach your children to say no to drugs, alcohol, and cigarettes. Amen. And now it's these crazy vape pens, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, Carrie's saying, I'm lucky I don't like alcohol. I drank on my 21st birthday, five shots of tequila, and it was over. So I see no value in drinking. God bless you, Carrie. I wish that was my experience. My, uh, <laughs> my parents did that to me with cigarettes. Lucky you. They gave me a pack of cigarettes and said, smoke them here. And that was it. Uh, so Kate says, after I became a Christian, I saw that drinking was taking hold. I would take my children and leave. I became the target usually when they were drunk. Oh, I can mm. imagine. Yeah, being the only sober one in the room, too. Wow. Uh, the trick is to act goofier than them when you leave. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Kate's saying, I can't drink wine because of the sulfates, but whiskey and the Christmas cake is her it, yeah. exception. Uh, Yvonne's saying, does that bring glory to God? No. Will you honor God or Satan? Satan tries to tell you that it's fun, but he's the father of lies. Oh, that's good. Amen. I'm going to print that out. <laughs> Yeah, so true. But is that the Marine insignia? I can't tell. It looks like it. It looks like it. Yvonne, is that the Marine insignia? Yes. Is, were you in the Marines or do you have a, a son or daughter in the Marines? Uh, Yvonne says. All the alcoholics in my life were violent. Mm. Yes. Wow. Actually, in uh, my worst um, my worst drinking phase, because I was actually, I drank as a uh, as a young adult And then I became a Muslim, 22 years sobriety, came out of Islam, started drinking again. And the worst outcome of that I saw was my own violence. Like I would get really angry. I would throw things. I mean, it was bad. I was, I mean, and I would come out of it and be like, oh my God, who is that person? Like, and I was like, I'm old. I'm in my forties. I'm throwing things. I'm drunk. I'm like, Oh my God, I was so horrified at myself, like really horrified, especially because of coming out of 22 years of sobriety. I mean, it really actually drove home uh, the point of how worthless um, being in Islam was. I'm like, oh, how can that be that you could maintain sobriety for that long and not even think about it? Never occurred to me to drink while I was a Muslim. And then, lo and behold, next day, it's gone. Wow. Yeah. That is so, incredible. Yeah. It wasn't until I met Jesus that he was like, oh, by the way, that alcohol prohibition <laughs> you had, that was good. Let's bring that back. Yeah, we'll bring that. Let's, one, we're going to bring one that good back. Thing, the one good thing yeah. while you were a Muslim. Uh, that we're going to bring back. Yep. Yeah. Yvonne was in the core. Oh, awesome. Oh, thank on. you for your service. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. And Carrie says, thank you. We all stumble, but we repent and come back to Jesus. Amen. All right. Let's learn a little bit more about this. Uh, oops. This first here. Psalm, Psalm 90. 90. And what are we reading from again? I'm so sorry. I had it up. What do you mean? What's the, what are we reading? Psalm 90. I know, but the verses. I'll tell you. Oh. 11 to 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so interestingly, oh, folks. I'm so sorry. I got to get rid of the comment. Because they can't see it. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, this is a psalm that um, many believe was written by Moses and would be the only one. So um, it makes a little more sense to me, and I'll explain afterwards why I think so. Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 
Return, O Lord, how long, and have compassion on your servants. O satisfy us early with your mercy that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. Make us glad according to the days in which you have afflicted us, the years in which we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. So it's interesting. Most of the Psalms are by David and you hear David in them. Um, his confusion, his love of God, his anger, his disappointment, his uh, even resentment towards God sometimes, but always bringing it back to how much he loves the Lord and how the Lord has never forsaken him. And so this one's tone is slightly different. Mm. And so when we looked that up and you're like, why is this Moses? I'm like, I don't know why it says Moses. And then when we looked it up and it says, yes, it's believed to be written by Moses. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And it says it in the beginning. If you all pulled out the verse, it says um, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. And um, so like in the one year Bible, we're in Amos and uh, just finishing Amos and uh, similar to Hosea. There are there are Old Testament um, chapters that are just brutal, and I'm and I'm picturing Jewish believers in temple, listening those who speak Hebrew, listening to the recitation of these verses. I'm wondering if they actually do re re uh, recite them. Like I wonder if um, studies of the Torah. I know nothing about this, so if anybody does know or was formerly Jewish. Um, do they read these verses and be like, wow, that's kind of scary because mm. there's so much cursing in them. Like God is so angry and says such horrible things. He always ends it with, but I will bring you back. Mm. Um, but I wonder if they read it and I'm like, oh, oh man, our forefathers were, were naughty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sounds like when I'm so angry at the kids and I always start with, I want you to know first that I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just all about like harlotry and like, I mean, the, and the, the, the description he gives, I'm going to burn the fields. There won't be a tree. There won't be an animal. I'm going to rip your babies out of the mother's stomachs. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's really, you're like, whoa, God, this is pretty serious. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's intense. And we have some classes, our, our um, local church, CC um, Calvary Chapel East Anaheim, is doing the student of uh, study of discipleship, which is just classes that uh, teachers teach on Sundays. And it's like, it's not a Bible study, it's a class. So everybody sits and, you know, takes notes or whatever. One of them is on um, how to study the Old Testament. Mm. And so I think that's the one I want to take. Sounds um, good. Yeah, I'm totally fascinated by um, that. Yvonne says, we all stumble. Oops. Um, we did. We said that one oh, already. That's right. And uh, Kate says, alcohol gives permission for what's really in our hearts to be expressed. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's bad sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want that expressed. <laughs> uh, NKJV says it's a prayer of Moses. What did we say? Yes, a prayer of Moses, exactly. And uh, Carrie says, doesn't seem like Israel or Gentiles learn from that God will discipline. Yeah, ain't that the truth? So true. Or um, Democrats. Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Israel was always doing evil on the side of the Lord, a stiff-necked people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They occasionally had a couple of decent runs. <laughs> usually a few moments. A few moments, but usually it didn't work out get well. rid of the banner here. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting now that I was thinking uh, that we have New Year's Eve coming up yes. in this discussion about alcohol. So maybe this uh, is one of the tools God will use to reach somebody that uh, oh. will make that decision not to. Well, especially um, anybody who may be listening who's had one of those horrible family experiences where it was either yourself or a family member or a loved one was just drunk and 
making a mess of the party and you just decided you've had enough, you know, so we'd like to pray for you and we will do that. We'll do that at the end. Let's um, pray for people to, to achieve the sobriety that um, the Lord's calling them to God willing. And um, yeah, we just hope that you, that that message comes across for you. Yeah. Especially, I mean, there's people that I know that are like in position of leadership and stuff like that, that, um, you know, just got to be aware that uh, people are watching, people are watching and with social media now and all that kind of stuff. And apostle Paul makes that as a really good point. He's like, all things are lawful, but not all things are good. And if what (laughs) you do causes your brother to stumble, then that sin is on you. Right. And so it's really important um, to be cognizant of that, that we are, especially those in ministry, uh, people are watching, they're looking, they're taking cues. I know I had that with the first church I went to, I just gotten sober again and everybody at the church drank, uh, even the pastors. And so when I went in to talk to one of the pastors about it, um, she gave me this whole lecture about how it's permissible and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, but what about causing your brother to stumble? And she's like, well, it shouldn't cause you to stumble. And I was like, but okay. <laughs> it shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't. But I don't, uh, it, it is, you know, so I actually left the church over it. Mm. Yeah. No, there's just this uh, idea that because it hasn't caused any harm now that, that it's always going to be okay. And I don't think it's not caused harm yet. I, I That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is like, I think that there yeah. is inevitably you can look back and find the harm. Mm. If you're honest. Yeah. It's never just one glass and there's always a harm. Mm. Um, it's just not, be, it may not be so obvious because you're not wanting to look at it that's our two cents from the peanut yeah. gallery <laughs> yeah we have let's see cindy says yes as a child it was scary and it made me scared on yom kippur especially ah uh, okay so they do read those voice uh verses cindy because i know pastor jack says that there's a lot of verses that are not read especially those about the messiah um as and the ones that describe I presume the ones that are closely related to Jesus, but do they read the ones like Hosea and Amos and those very scary scriptures? Um, that's well, fascinating to me. As a Catholic, that there were when I would read certain parts of the Bible or hear from people about what the Bible was teaching or telling us, I used to get scared too as a kid about the you know being left behind. Oh, that for sure. That's a good oh, one. Uh, it's and- a great way to motivate kids. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, Carrie says, "Good choice. Who is she to say she can't stumble someone else?" I know, but that's what. That's what <laughs> right. It's a very classic response. I, I'm not causing you to stumble. Your stumbling is your own fault. <laughs> right. It, it, <clears throat> and Cindy says, "Yep, that's one of the reasons I don't drink." Good for you, Cindy. Don't want to cause anyone to stumble. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything else when you're in this position that, you know, Cindy is in her church and, you know, I mean, even bosses, you know, I mean, how many times did you, have, have you heard about the, the, uh, the company Christmas party? Um, Experience the company Christmas party. <laughs> you know, yeah. where, where the bus, the, the boss or, you know, people in management, you know, just create this culture of, of, uh, you know, Hey, it's okay to drink at the office after five o'clock and this is what we're all going to do. And then the next thing, you know, there's you know, people leaving together that aren't married. That's um, DC. Yeah. It's just, just, uh, but it's that cult. You create the culture Yeah, absolutely. and you wonder why now we see, you know, things happening in the, in the Senate that were happening and, <laughs> uh, you know, all this, all this nonsense, it's the culture that's created by the leadership and we have nothing but debauchery happening in the white house in Congress and the Senate, and, you know, these, these people that they put into these positions of power, it just trickles down. That's the only thing that's for real when it comes to the trickle down theory <laughs> is the trickle down of debauchery. Yes. Uh, that, uh, that's happening in Washington, DC. CPAC. CPAC. <laughs> <laughs> 
is a giant like fest, a fest of debauchery. <laughs> Everybody waited all year for that. That in uh, the NRA, the annual NRA conference in conservative circles, because yeah. there was all kinds of hooking up with people that were not each other's spouses. Wow. Uh, where are we at? We here. Okay. Take over. I would like prayer for my legs and feet. Our summer has forsaken us, and we have lots of humidity, rain, and flooding. And this, and too much salt has made my feet swell. Yes, absolutely, Kate. Gosh, isn't this like the second year in a row of incredible flooding in Australia, if I'm not mistaken? I think that, uh, I believe so, but I could oh. be mistaken. I think it's like the second year in a row. You wonder it's either that or the fires that they've been having in Australia. I wasn't familiar with either. Yeah. Uh, you wonder why alcohol isn't illegal. Yeah, you know, Yvonne, we tried all of that, right? I guess that's what people, the prohibition, and then it led to this whole black market. I don't know much about that history, I did, except for the movies, like mm -hmm. Bugsy Malone. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just we're going the opposite direction, like with legalizing marijuana and how that's affected a whole generation of um, mm -hmm. kids that now think that that's not a problem in addition to the adults that that's connected to and adults that think it's okay that their kids are doing it. Um, that's another serious problem. Yeah. Carrie's right. It was uh, illegal of course in the 1920s, but then people began to drink more. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I, that's what I thought yeah. happened. It's like uh, you go back to the, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Right? You say, okay, you can't have that. And they, that's all that they think about and all that they want. Yeah, it's kind of it's interesting. The way it works, you know, like yeah. there's no compulsion. God wants us to come willingly and voluntarily. And it makes such a difference. It makes such a difference when we make those conscious choices, not only to love God and follow God and honor God, but to be sober, to practice holiness it's a discipline we put on ourselves out of our love for the Lord. And he um, makes it possible. A changed nature. Um, I was listening to a sermon today, again, about, um, I can't remember what chapter, but it also 1 Corinthians about being changed, that um, the believer in Christ cannot, um, after receiving the Holy Spirit, continually perpetually engage in sin he can't have a changed nature and continually perpetually engage in sin knowingly mm -hmm. so when you think about that you think to yourself well people who do that then that are drunk and causing hell um every weekend could they may have a rude awakening when they go to meet the lord or when they think they're going to meet the Lord. Maybe they don't actually even have the spirit. It's it's a, a Christian in name only. Right. Wow. Hmm. Amen, Hedia. Something, something <laughs> just that you said earlier. Uh, THC is now above 17%. Yeah. Uh, in the 60s, it was only 3%. Or, yeah, 3%. Yeah, she's right. It is um, so much more potent. Uh, with all the um, the competition and the uh, the marijuana business of yeah. you know the the chewables and all the options that they have out there that they're they bred is bred the right word for creating a new stream a strain of uh, marijuana the bread no that's not what is it the harvest created through bringing the different seeds oh. together and creation of these new formulations of oh of marijuana it's made it so potent lately and kate says yes andy lots of unusual weather pattern queensland has been hit hard and we had rain and hail christmas day no summer barbecues this year oh my god what a trip so your christmas is usually summery yeah. <laughs> that's neat <laughs> but not this year wow uh, cases people who use marijuana are prone to anxiety. Mm. Yeah, and stupidity. <laughs> that's usually, honestly, that's the that's what I see most prevalent is that yeah. 
Um, they're just stupid. And I, you see young people, I see them in the grocery stores and they're looking at you. You ask them a question. They're like, huh? And I look at them and I'm like, I literally want to look at them and be like, how high are you right now? Cause you literally cannot keep your eyes focused on me. I mean, like you, you can't even look me in the eye, right. you know, cause you're so out of it and you just, you, you wonder if these stores are drug testing the kids. You know what I right. mean? They have all of these 16, 17 years. You're like, I hope you're not operating heavy machinery back there. There's a, with the fruit. there's a delay. It's like watching like when our like the, the, forget the delay. There's no response. There's no <laughs> answer. They're just like, huh? The pears. Where are the pears? Pears. I don't know. Pair of hands. Yeah, they just they, <laughs> they cannot come up with an answer for you. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many I don't know as I get from the 16 year olds in the grocery store. Uh, says they will not enter into the kingdom. Amen. Yeah. Drunkards. Jan's asking for prayer. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, urgent care showed a serious infection in her toe, which is why I had fever, chills, and dizziness. May lose your toenail. No more pedicures. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And you know what, Jen? I was getting ingrown nails from pedicures, and I stopped allowing them to cut, shape, cuticle, nothing. I only go there for a polish change. And actually, my feet are softer than they've ever been before because I don't know whatever it is they were doing, rubbing whatever chemicals they were. My feet were getting drier. Wow. Um, and so that was my solution to avoiding fungus. There is no water or utensils. <laughs> she uses a nail file and nail polish. <laughs> That's it. So I'm sorry to hear that, Jan. It's a, it's a very common thing. I'm going to cut back on my pedicures. Yeah. Cut back to <laughs> no barbecues. Oh, no barbecues. Yuck, yeah, that's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, are we talking about we like our barbecue too? Are we talking about Kate? Not Kate. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but we have a, multiple conversations going on. One. Yeah. That's why it's called dope rope a dope. Yep, dope. exactly. Yes, and mm. prayers for Jan. Yvonne, two right thousands have lost their homes. Oh no. Wow. So sorry to hear that. Mm. Boy, we went down a long. Well, long I think that I think that this devotional was calling for that. You know, number, to, your days. number your days. I mean, you could have a flood take out your house, and people, you know, find themselves homeless or even drowned or hurt. So while you're here, what are you doing for God? Are you spending your time being a drunkard? Yes. Spending it uh, doing. Dope. Rope a dope. <laughs> what a waste. What a waste. Um, and I'm sad for, you know, those families like my friend who, you know, they, they you plan. And the, is he sober? So yeah. they had to deal with the relatives. Yeah, that's oh, the problem. God. Uh, you know, are, are you that person that's ruining somebody else's Christmas? <laughs> right. You know, you maybe you didn't want to rethink that. Because uh, that's not really what, I mean, if you're a Christian, get, most of the time we're talking about Christians, right? right? When we're doing these devotionals that, you know, are you a Christian? Are you really that, a Christian? Yeah, are you really a Christian, a Christian? And are you celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ or are you being selfish and and be, making a, a mockery of the of the day by being drunk? What's Kate saying? <laughs> Oh, please, Andy, please tell me you don't do pedicures because that ruins the image of you. Only one, Kate. Only one. He only did one because he went to this bro salon. It's a man. Yeah, it's a man salon. I wanted a man salon that charges double the price of the Vietnamese ladies down the street, yeah. calling it a bro pedicure. <laughs> so he thought it was super masculine to do it at the shop. It, it didn't. It, it, no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, sometimes it's hard to to uh to do your own toes it it's, it's hard to, it's hard to breathe that's what <laughs> <laughs> you ever run you ever that's, run that's out of breath problem. i don't run out of breath really no <laughs> i run out of breath i don't it my my I, I clip two toes and i gotta come up for air <laughs> and then i go back down and clip two more toes and i gotta oh, you can only hold your breath for too long so for so long because you have to concentrate 
and you got to make sure you know you don't hit skin. Yeah. You know how I worry about my skin being yeah. pinched with the clippers. You know that he's the biggest crybaby. <laughs> I try to do it for him, and he's so freaked out. But you're down there, you know, all bent over, and you, you can't breathe. I gotta teach you a way. I'll what? I show you a way that you don't. Have how to is that possible? I'll show you. Because you know why? Because you have you need to wear glasses. So if you wear glasses, you won't need to scrunch down so far. I gotta go outside and sit on the step. I mean, those things go flying everywhere too. So you can't do it in the house because you know, you know, you don't want, especially your big toenail. Oh, the no. big toenail is okay, like enough, is like a, a rose, uh, you know, thorn. Okay. If you lose that in the carpet, you'll step on it, and it's uh, it's miserable. <laughs> oh my God! This is a crazy story. Wait, oh, Carrie. Wait. I took a can of film for someone to another someone at 16. Next day, FBI comes to my house. Classroom apparently was not film. It was a kilo. Wow. <laughs> Carrie, that is the craziest story. How old were you? And you thought it was film? Like it was like a real, like the old fashioned kind of like movie yeah. reel film or like a, a small can. little yeah, like a can. thing of. It's in the film. can when they put the film in the can. Um. That's funny. Yvonne says she can't do her toes either. I haven't had any adverse reactions. Thank <laughs> Jesus. But see, Yvonne, I'll tell you, from the people who get an infection, my mom got one. It's like winning the lottery. You only got to win once. You're just going to keep going and going until you get an infection. You know what I mean? It's a really, it's a really, it's Russian roulette. So that was my solution. I just don't let them cut anything. I cut, I make a mess. I kind of cut myself. And then I go there and have them just shave it and put polish Okay, listen, I know okay, with all we have a lot of people watching right now. She was also I, 16. Are there any other men on that find that they can't breathe when they're cutting their toenails? I want to know if this is a thing or is it just me? I mean, don't pat my stomach. Okay. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, even when I was not as um, my, my six pack <laughs> as felt. Oh, you watch and just uh, in three weeks, gone. Gone. Do you think now, so? Now you've, now you've really motivated. Now you've really, now you've really pushed with me. With french fries. Oh, look at Jan says Jim can't breathe either. Uh, <laughs> I, it's all about the methodology. You guys just are bending over too far. And Eddie, Eddie can't breathe either when he cuts his toenails. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I think all these wonderful wives are advocating for me to do it. I think that's what this is. That's where this yes, is going. I need you to do it. I may pass out and hit my head. I tr I tried to do it for you, but you cry you can, and you squeal and you've you already saved my life twice. You don't want to have to save my life a, life a third time. <laughs> I was just sharing with um, the, our signal group. We have a signal group of parents mm -hmm. that are changing uh, the 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 uh, school district here. Oh, right. But we get on some other topics from time to time. And I was telling him about how Kaiser tried to kill me. Yeah. And, uh, and they wanted to, they uh, had me sign the DNR and wanted to put me on a ventilator and you refused. Yes. And I was telling him the story that we had just met. I think it was a two weeks, maybe two, <laughs> three weeks that we had just met. And here I am in the hospital dying <laughs> and uh, you didn't run which is shocking. And uh, we had a doctor that was really cranky and just like, everybody was just dying. So he was like going, well, he's just going to die. Like They left you in the parking lot hoping you would die yes. then, but you just keep, yeah, kept go, surviving. Oh and they're like, okay, fine, come well, in. We left him in the parking lot for five hours <laughs> and he couldn't breathe. They finally roll out an x-ray out of the parking lot and say, right. oh yeah, you, you're, you're but not, you're not, your, your lungs are kind of clogged up, but go home anyway. And they sent me home thinking I would die at home. Right. And then you I, came back. <laughs> and they go, we can't. <laughs> He's like a cockroach. He won't die. <laughs> and so they find, okay, we'll put you in the in the COVID, uh, you know, wing. Or, yeah, whatever that was. They go, we're surely to kill him here. <laughs> and they gave me that ivermectin. Remdesivir. That's what it was. Remdesivir. Yeah. And uh, and then told Poison. you, hey, this 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 dude that you picked up at church <laughs> is gonna is gonna die. And uh, they said. I don't care if he's going to die. <laughs> do not put him <laughs> on the ventilator. On the ventilator. Do not intubate. Do not intubate. And, uh, and, and the guy's like, well, then he's probably not going to make it through the night. And I was like, that's fine. Don't <laughs> I don't know him anyway. And plus he has a bunch of kids. Well, I don't want to get involved with the guy with a bunch of kids. And uh, it was that decision that saved my life. And so I was sharing that with the single group. Sorry, we went on this other area. But uh, I was sharing with them. I said, listen, that that was it. I didn't know who she was, but I knew God had put us together. 
and God, uh, you know, intervened uh, through you uh, with your experience with your dad being a, a very famous surgeon and uh, doctor um, that I trusted your experience and, and I trusted God. Amen. And uh, I got lucky. I woke up the next day and the doctor goes, <laughs> the doctor, still here. the doctor opened the door like, and goes, what are you doing still here? <laughs> I woke up the next day going, God, I hope he made it. Oh, that was a huge decision. God, I hope he made it. I hope I didn't roll the dice wrong on that one. <laughs> and then I, today, as I was writing, um, writing on signal, uh, Jess Patiglia, I'm not sure if that's how you say his name. I always mess it up. Um, put up a, um, a video of Elon Musk saying back when it was all happening that he had talked to doctors in Wuhan that told him back then, he says, the biggest mistake that your people in America are making, your doctors in America are making is they're putting people on ventilators. He goes, it's the ventilators that are killing people, not the COVID. And he says, I, and then they shut, they kicked them off of uh, Twitter. They kicked he, Elon. Off? Elon, oh. was, obviously, before he owned it, right? Uh, and that was the one the one of the things that uh, caused him to, you know, really consider wow. buying Twitter at the time. But he was, he said that he, they said, "What do you know? You're not a doctor." He goes, "Well, I put people in space in ventilators. You, <laughs> I, what do you do?" <laughs> he was saying right? to the librarian or the senator who's <laughs> never done anything in the in the medical space, but uh, but the doctors definitely were saying that that was the thing that was killing people. Yeah, for and, sure. And you that I knew told him not to do it. No. And they thought they he thought you were a little crazy. He was what he's like, whatever. He yeah. just was gonna do her <laughs> number on a sheet. <laughs> this Chinese guy. He, he was like, whatever. I was a Kai, I was a Kaiser uh, yeah. number. You were just like one out of four hundred and seventy-five thousand that he had seen that day. So he was like, Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I think they were just shocked that I was still around. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, we, we tried everything to get rid of you, but you, you stuck around. Um, but that, I think that, uh, you know, obviously that was the third time that they had tried to kill me <laughs> two other times previous to that. But yes. Yeah. Carrie's uh, like, no Kaiser. no Kaiser. Yeah. I, I can't stand the fact that he has Kaiser. I, I did not it. switch mine. I know it. Like a bad penny. <laughs> <laughs> Never a ventilator. Praise Jesus. Yes. For me, yes. for you. Thank you. All right. Should we get to our yes. uh, prayer request? Do you have them all down? I do. All right. Okay. Uh, dear Lord, thank you uh, for the birth of your son. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for his sacrifice that has made us righteous, that we are imputed with the righteousness of Christ, that we are a new creation. We are transformed, Lord. Ah, thank you. And that we have the Holy Spirit in us to tell us, not that way, daughter, not that way, my son. Change your ways, uh, move away from sin. All of that encouragement, the, the changed nature that makes us go from wretched sinners to saints, Lord. We're so grateful for that power that is within us. Um, and that we ask that all of our friends, our loved ones, that do not have that power or deceived that they have that power, Lord, that you speak to them, speak to their hearts and call them to you and call them to your throne that they may repent of their ways, uh, repent of their false beliefs, Lord, and um, come to saving faith in Christ and receive the Holy Spirit and be transformed. You have said that, Drunkards, adulterers, fornicators, thieves, liars will not enter the kingdom, Lord. And so our heart grieves for our loved ones um, that are being deceived, Lord. And we ask that you open their eyes and that you open their ears and ears in this time as the end draws near, Lord, that um, we know you wish that none should perish. And that is our wish, too, Lord. Um, we ask that you bless our friends and you give good health um, to all those who are suffering from ailments, Kate and her knees, Lord, and her legs, you know, the pain and the struggles that she has, Lord. And so we ask for a complete and total recovery and restoration. And for Jan, Lord, that the infection will pass quickly from her body. Um, and Cindy, Lord, that you bless her ministry and that you expand her territory. You give her wisdom. You give her words of knowledge. Um, and that she be a source of peace and joy for her congregation and um, 
a source of wisdom for them as well. We're so grateful for all that you do in and through us, Lord, through all of our lives. We are grateful to be the royal priesthood. We are grateful to no longer have to sacrifice the, the blood of goats and rams and all of the rules that you have put forth and all of the disappointments of um, the Israelites, Lord, that we are um, your chosen people now and that we are your sons and daughters. And we're so grateful. We love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Thank you, my friends, for joining us. Uh, Eddie got a peddler. How cute. Oh, nice. That is awesome. Yes. Amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. All right, my friends. Thank you. Love you guys. We, we Happy you guys. New Year. Are we going to be on tomorrow? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah, we'll be, we on, be tomorrow. on tomorrow. Uh, we'll be uh, on on one, two, three, one, two, three. What's that? That's tomorrow's date. One, two, three, one, two, three. Exciting. Isn't it? So exciting. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Bye. Bye.